As a kid, have you ever wondered how to make your ideas come to life? Welcome to Spark, a podcast that empowers kids to learn, create, and become. Tune in weekly to hear great ideas. Wouldn't it be great if we could sell all of these toys and make money, and then use that money to bring books to the kids in India? It's about passion. Well, whatever your passion is, just keep following it. If A nine-year-old like me could follow my passion. Anybody could do it. I started following my passion when I was three and a half. It's about taking risks, especially as a middle schooler. Is you have to recognize that you have more time and more ability to take risks than anyone else. And it's about knowing how to deal with no's. I have a saying that says no is just an abbreviation for next opportunity. And so after every no, after every ten no's. You're still gonna get a yes. It can be a simple yes. It can be a really big yes. Listen to real stories about the impact you can create as a kid. I truly believe that anyone at any age can make a difference.、Um, you know, if you would have asked me and my parents if little five-year-old Catherine would have continued、uh, her fundraising efforts for so so many years and made such a big impact, we would have said, "What are you talking about? Like, there's no way that's gonna happen." And also encouragement from other kids to pursue your dreams and giving back. You're never too young or too old to start a business, or you're never too young or too old to give back to charity because it's very helpful for the kids in need. All kinds of real stories about kids and adult creators who have made real impact in the world. If you want to be inspired, subscribe to Spark. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Spark. I am the host Lee. I'm the co-host Yan. It is a great pleasure to invite Albert Howe,、uh, a junior at Aragon High School. He is the president of Aragon Speech and Debate Club, and he is passionate about speech and、uh, um, parliamentary debate. Though still in school, Albert currently he has already ranked、um, on the eighth in the national parliamentary debate league. On top of that, Albert is also co-founder of Entredev. Where he helps connect young entrepreneurs and work to create business ventures. Albert is passionate about business and entrepreneurship, and that's why we invited him here to share with everyone how to get introduced into business and entrepreneurship. Yeah, so Albert, could you do first say hi to our audience and also introduce about yourself, your background, and your family, where you grown up, things like that. Sure. Yeah. Hi everyone.、Um, I'm Albert. They. Gave me a pretty good introduction.、Um, I'm happy to be here to talk about、uh, my topic today, which is business and communication. So thanks for that.、Um, I grew up in Foster City, which is in California, the、uh, Bay Area, and、um, yeah, I'm a junior right now in high school. I'm pretty relate. Uh, involved in business and uh, speech, uh, my activities in business. I got involved in、uh, the MIT Launch X program in freshman year, and from there I、uh, started becoming more involved in business. So,、uh, in freshman year, I started a club as a part of the Launch X program, and. Uh, LaunchX is a it's an educational program for high school students that、uh, basically they give curriculum to these high school students and that 
helps these students educate other students at the same school and gives them mentorship. So I started this club uh, my freshman year with a bunch of of my school, my uh, friends at school. And I continued this club for a second year during my sophomore year. After that, I applied to be the regional director of um, the program. So I got interviewed and then I was accepted to be a regional director for uh, the USA West Coast region. And that's what I was, that's what I've been doing my junior year. Um, And I oversaw 71 clubs and around 200 teams at uh, high schools in the Bay Area, in uh, Oregon, Washington, North, uh, uh, West Canada, and some parts of Central America, uh, totaling around a thousand people. So I was able to um, experience a lot more as a part of a regional, as a part of the regional director program, uh, being a part of the management <clears throat> layer of the LaunchX uh, program, and also uh, managing a lot of the communication between students and uh, students and the upper ma- upper level management in LaunchX. Uh, one of my major goals and functions as a part of the regional director program was event coordination. So Launch X has a demo day, which is their pitch competition at the end of the school year. So I was working on that demo day for uh, for the majority of the year, uh, reaching out to the organizations and companies to ask for their help in sponsoring the event, uh, giving guest speakers uh, or judges, panelists, um, and yeah, getting a lot of support, basically. So um, already you sound like a really busy person. So when we usually invite a guest over, uh, we uh, like to ask them about some values they believe in for life and for their professional career too. So uh, we'd like to ask the same for you. So if you would like to share like two keywords, sort of like values or life mottos that you really believe in, what would they be? Uh, the first one is probably uh, reciprocity, uh, basically helping people who also help you. is a It's a big step and a big part of uh, business in general because uh, not only is it a generally good thing to do, it also makes uh, business and financial sense because... Um, well, obviously it's good to help people and, um, helping people who help you will build future business relations, um, which is something that I've learned, but it also is good for business because, um, like if you have connections with vendors or other people like that, it's always good to, um, if they're earning and you're earning, then you'll always have a mutual business relationship. Um, And the second thing I would say is that leadership is um, basically a service. And what that means is that um, basically it has to be given like you uh, as a leader, you should always be thinking of um, how to best benefit your team and make your team stronger. Um, And like how each of your team members play with each other um, to like create a more uh, holistic team. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's great. I think,、uh, yeah, to this level that you already you already have your own definition about leadership and how、um, you wanted to serve your team and really become a good leader. I think that's already showing that、uh, you are probably very mature on the business level. You know, learned a lot through your experience by serving other team members and、uh, yeah, just to be a better、um, servant. You know, and that's how a great leader was built. Yeah, so. Albert,、um, today our topic is related to student entrepreneurship and business and communication.、Um, so tell us a little more about what you have learned through the, all those business activities that you have done, and also、um, entrepreneurship events and things that you have participated. And how could you know anyone、uh, pursue this kind of business and also communication、um, in their high school? You know, study or become better at all these. Yeah, and are there any tips or anything you want to share with us? Yeah.、Uh, so just to start off with、um, how I started. So during my freshman year, I started working on a business concept called Entredev, which is short for Entrepreneurship Development. And、um, basically, how I started was. Uh, that back then my business team was just me and my friend, and we were brainstorming、uh, possible problems that we could tackle within the market、um, that that were that were opportunities for us, and we had listed a lot of different ways,、um, a lot of different problems that we could、uh, try to solve for, and slowly over the course of a, a lot of time, like a couple of weeks. We eliminated、um, ideas based off of if they were feasible, if we could do, if we could get the solution in、uh, with the resources that we had as high school freshmen,、um, and if it was a big enough problem or if the problem was important. And finally, we got to、um, Entredev, which is the problem that we had that、uh, inexperienced people couldn't.、Uh, Couldn't figure out what to do or how to access the business market because they didn't have enough resources or have enough knowledge. So、um, that's how we developed our idea of entrepreneurship、uh, development, Entredev. And after that, we started、um, started working on it, and、uh, we started learning.、Um, Like business concepts, how to do market research,、um, programming our application,、uh, which we have been working on for a couple of years now, and it's、um, accessible at entredev dot org.、Um, so, was this something that like a problem you find、um, like from your own experience, or is it something that you see as a common kind of、uh, problem or some kind of common needs that everybody around you、um, is in need? Yeah. Yeah, so it originally started as something that we experienced ourselves、um, because we were like so cut off from the rest of the business community because,、um, like, we didn't have any connections at all, and we were、uh, like fourteen. You mean you as as students? Yeah, that you don't have、yeah. much access to the business worlds for、yeah. the professionals, like in the adult world. Okay, and it's become it's、uh, at, like at least in this modern. Day it's become necessary for 
people starting in business to have connections or resources in general to start a business. Um, so uh, the connectivity part of that is really important uh, starting a starting any sort of venture. And that's what we wanted to tackle. Basically, the app uh, that we developed brings people together um, and like creates business teams within the application and the platform. Are you saying brings people together? Like what kind of people specifically? Yeah, so um, the platform is that we uh, built was uh, targeted towards young and inexperienced entrepreneurs or just people who want wanted to work in like a startup environment. And how the app functions is basically you, you input a list of interests or like business um yeah desires that you want to work with like if you wanted to work on something related to like electrical engineering then you would input that as a interest and then business projects on the platform if they were uh if they were entered and had tags or something related to electrical engineering then they would be the first to show up in your feed um, and then you would just apply to that project. So that's how the application brings people together. Okay, yeah, because I was thinking you are still in high school, so maybe your audience is actually targeting for high school students. Yeah, it's um, that's a large part of it, and like college students and um, other people like that. And we're also working on like a mentorship feature that would um, register more experienced business people who have already had experience with entrepreneurship into the platform. And then younger people would connect with them and uh, get help with their business projects. Um, so uh, you just talked about your creation of EntreDev. So I'm kind of curious. Um, so maybe like throughout the process of creating EntreDev, can you tell us about like some major things you learned or maybe noticed throughout, or maybe some tips to, um, some other youths who also want to create something that helps the that helps society. Yeah, definitely. So, um, I think there are three major things that uh, I noticed, or like lessons that I've learned. And the first was a, a really large lack of knowledge um, in terms of business logistics, because it's pretty hard transitioning from middle school to um, operating like a business venture. Uh, so a lot of that is solved by research and involvement into other business uh, communities. For example, MIT Launch X or like other summer camps like Endeavor um, or Lean Gap or um, camps like that are also good. Um, really just educational materials uh, that would help you um, get market, like look at the market and see what you can do and what problems you should solve. The second thing, and this is uh, more general, it's pretty applicable to the rest of life, but a lot of time management issues we had especially um, because it wasn't like a school project that we were working on. It was, um, it's, it was a business idea that we needed to sell to people and they would actually have to use it. So um, we spent a lot of time like bickering over the different features that we wanted to include. Um, like we were drawing up wireframes and um, arguing about like whether we should have a drop down menu or whatever. Um, so yeah, time management skills will 
uh, build up over over time because it gets pretty it gets pretty easy to see results uh, if you come into the meeting with an agenda and action items to finish when you leave the meeting versus um, having like a two hour meeting that was supposed to be forty five minutes. Um, and the third thing, uh, and this is pretty uh, specific towards business, is planning out the features and the work that you have to do um, in the long term. And this carries out to basically the lifespan of the organization um, because there will always be pivoting for your product, but your revenue model, uh, like the, pro- the problem you're trying to solve and what the essential features that your customer wants will pretty much stay constant. Um, and after you get those things, planning out the features is a large part of it because it's it's really hard to uh, plan out features for like when you get to the problem and you need to solve that specific issue in your application or your code or whatever. Um, so it's really important, at least it was important for us to plan out all the features. And we learned the hard way that uh, like it was, it's important to plan out the features. Yeah, it's very interesting to me, like how you are talking as a high school student. Actually, almost sounds like a professional who's already been been in the industry for a long time. So, um, I'm wondering, like, do you have any mentors or any like professionals like who can guide you guys through the process? Yeah. So, uh, when I was first starting Launch X, um assigned us a mentor uh in my freshman year and he was kind of helpful we had i we only had two meetings and then um the communication broke down so uh after that it was more um figuring stuff out for ourselves or like asking uh, like parents or like researching on the internet to see like what other people would have done um but then as we've as we expanded our business idea uh, on Tradev, um, it became necessary for us to learn like a level of programming that we couldn't have learned by ourselves. So uh, we did get a mentor eventually, um, and he's uh, he was he's pretty involved in the technical aspects of like products in general. He was a coder um, at GoDaddy and like some other technical startups um, for coding. So we eventually did get to get a mentor who has a lot of industry experience, especially uh, in what we're concerned about, which is uh, programming platforms for people to use. Um, so we got a lot of experience off of that and um, not a lot of knowledge, too, because um, like it's not like a contractor. It's not like a uh, a customer and a contractor relationship. It's more like. Uh, our mentor teaches us stuff and then we would implement the code into our platform. Um, and then through that way, I also um, better manage my team because uh, the mentorship would help me um, when it comes to like uh, figuring out who needs to do what, what part of the project um, in the code or designing it or like writing out the description. You know, uh, since a lot of the audience are actually kids, I would like to know, like, what your childhood is like um, when you were back in elementary school or in middle school. What kind of 
kid were you? You know, like you talked about a lot of things that you have done in high school, and、uh, primarily, I think that you started involved into the business worlds, yeah, since you entered high school. So,、uh, when did you first figure out that you are interested in business, entrepreneurship, and speech and debate classes like that kind of thing?、Uh, was it from middle middle school or even like earlier? Yeah. So. Uh, I started relatively late. I went to a business camp the summer before I entered high school. So I really just started、um, during high school. And as for like my childhood influences on、um, my interests in business, it wasn't pre- it wasn't really dramatic. Like I really I didn't think anything about business in elementary school at least or middle school.、Um, I guess. I guess my childhood was、uh, more well-rounded back then.、Uh, I played a lot of sports as kids do, and、um, yeah, I was. I played, you know, games and like read fantasy books and stuff like that,、uh, which just、um, bless you, which just、uh, helped me become a well-rounded person, and then. Yeah, I guess in in high school I started to focus on、uh, a few things specifically because、uh, that's when you get less time and more thought on what you would do in the future. So、uh, yeah, that's I really just started in high school. All right, so、um, we talked a lot about the business section. So maybe、uh, now's the time to move on to the communication. So、uh, I read on your LinkedIn profile you're really passionate about speaking and debate. So maybe you could tell us about、um, how you got into it. What is it like? You know that type of stuff. Yeah,、uh, I actually I got into speech and debate in high school as well.、Um, I started a lot of stuff in high school. I wasn't really an active middle schooler, so that's totally fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're already like very early compared to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah.、Um, So I went to a debate camp、uh, at the University of California at Berkeley、um, over the summer. It's called POI Point of Information Institute, and、uh, that was just a week long program. And it introduced me to parliamentary debate or parley.、Um, it's based off of British Parliament debate,、um, but it's advanced a lot more.、Um, so I went to this camp and. <clears throat> Really, at this camp is where it started to、uh, interest me because、um, I was, I guess, a little interested in like policy and stuff like that before I went to the camp, but not really. The camp is really what helped、uh, awaken the interest in me.、Um, I remember like it was the second day because、uh, so the camp we had a diagnostics test on the first day of. Like how advanced were you in terms of debate and like what you knew and stuff? And for some reason, I was placed into like the level two out of three, even though I should have been in level one.、Um, so I had a lot of trouble keeping up because I had absolutely no idea about any of the debate concepts. And then the next night,、um, I was sitting in the dorm where we we had our. Uh, uh, Our lodgings at UC Berkeley, and one of the more experienced debaters basically just came up to me and said, "Like you look really confused here. Let me explain everything." And、um, he explained.
basically most of the debate concepts that I didn't know about. And um, that really got me interested in it. Um, and like, we're still friends um, now, but that got me interested in debate. So I started going to tournaments and I joined this the, uh, club called Club Parley. Um, and that's how I got into um, practicing practicing more and more of debate. And then eventually I also got into uh, speech. Um, in, uh, I'm not sure if you know this because it's pretty obscure, but basically there's two different uh, worlds uh, of speech and debate. And one is just speech, which is individual events. And then one is debate, which is where uh, you participate with partners. So I got into both of them. I went into uh, debate a, a earlier though. Got it. Seems like the way how you get into all those interests is to participate a summer camp, and then you'll get exposed to that and find your interest and passion, huh? Yeah, because、um, it's. I guess the summer camp is a pretty efficient way of getting people interested in stuff because you have to be there, so you know you got to listen. Yeah. So since this is related, young, like、um, I think you were, you said you were in some debate classes too, right? Do you have any right?、Questions? So.、Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm still getting public speaking and debate, so、um, I actually just recently read about glossophobia, the fear of public speaking. It affects like 75% of the people, something like that. So, do you have any tips? So,、um, tips to others so they can overcome like the fears of public speaking? Because I know a lot of people get nervous when they're upstage. So, do you have any tips for them? Um. Yeah, I think. Well, it's.、Uh... The speak the public speaking experience is different for everyone,、um, and it's really about the mindset that you have while you're talking.、Um, I'm I'm generally a person that doesn't really care about what other people think or speak of、um, me. So for me, it was pretty easy. Like as I became a little more mature and、um, uh, less shy in like in my elementary school years, which a lot of people are. I grew out of the phase of like being insecure and stuff,、um, and a lot of public speaking is just、uh, really not caring about what other people might think of you, and just、um, like getting your message out there because you have to be、um, to, for public speaking. You are always going to be selling someone something or an idea,、um, so it's really just、um, a lot of、uh, yeah, not really. I guess not really caring about what other people think of you, and then after that,、um, after the initial、uh, gateway, you obviously have to practice in order to keep not、uh, caring about what people think of you, and then after that, you can develop like rhetorical、uh, devices and you know, just getting better at speaking. Yeah, what are some tips that you have, like, in order to practice and to be better? Like, did you ever record your own speech and then see what was missing and then try to improve from that? Yeah,、uh, I did do some of that, and that helps you a little.、Uh, I think generally is just a mass amount of、uh, practicing because、uh, a lot of public speaking involves you involves the speaker staying calm. And in control of their body,、um, because otherwise, yeah, yeah, that's the way you 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 cure nervousness in public speaking. So、um, a lot of it just involves a lot of practicing, and、um, yeah, practicing for 
you know, how to like, how to keep your body calm, how to act confident, how to have gestures uh, that are that are expressive, but not awkward. Um, so yeah, a lot of it really just comes down to a mass amount of practicing. Uh, I saw on your LinkedIn, uh, you were actually ranked eighth in the National Parliamentary Debate League. So I was really curious, like going onwards, what it's like to compete at such like a high level. So maybe tell us about your preparation or like what you use to practice um, or maybe like the experience in general and just competing in debate. Pract- uh, con- competing in debate when you first start, it's like it's pretty scary um, and exciting. But as you go on, you get used to a lot of the arguments that people run because the, the debate community is uh, pretty localized, at least for Parley. Um, a lot of it is on the East and West Coast and some in um, some some in the mid- Midwest region of the U.S. Um, but basically, as you practice more and more, it's uh, pretty likely that um, it's pretty likely that you'll get better. Um, competing at a high level, uh, honestly, isn't, it's not like extremely fast paced or stuff like that. Um, basically you just adapt to, uh, whatever, whatever gets thrown at you as your critical thinking skills get better and your extemporaneous thinking skills get better. Got it. Yeah. So you mentioned you will go, um, to a lot of competitions for debate and speech. Can you share with us maybe a most recent or most memorable experience that you have for speech or debate? Yeah. Um, well, the most recent one, I, I, I went to one last weekend or this, this weekend, um, at the Santa Clara university. Uh, it was a three day event. Um, I was competing in speech and debate, uh, because tournaments will often do that. They'll give you the opportunity to do both and they'll just, uh, stagger it. So that speech goes and then debate goes so that you have the opportunity to do both. Um, and then in debate, there's what's called, uh, elimination rounds. So basically that's where, uh, you do all the rounds that everyone has access to. And then if you're really good, then you get to go to the next level, which is elimination rounds. And then, um, from there you get to go into top 16, top eight, and then move on to the championship. Uh, so my partner and I went to the first elimination round and then, uh, we were eliminated from that. Uh, so yeah, in, in debate. And then I also advanced in speech. Um, so I went to the semifinals and the finals and I got number four, um, in the speech event, um, and top 32 in the debate event. So that was my most recent, um, yeah, it was my most recent competition. I do go to a lot of competitions though. Um, it's slowing down a little bit because this weekend, the coming weekend, um, is the nationals, uh, tournament of champions, which is where all the best teams in the country, um, go to a tournament this year is in LA. Uh, so yeah, after this one, there's, it's going to slow down, but yeah. Yeah. So, um, after hearing all of this, uh, I think I was really interested in your, um, public speaking and debate experience. 
So um, maybe can you tell us about your plan for the future? So are you going to like continue debate uh, and like public speaking? Are you going to continue Entredev? So what are you going to, do you have any like plans for um, going forward? Um, in terms of speech and debate, I'm definitely going to continue. Uh, I plan to do it next year as well. Um, yeah, for that's, that's really, that's, that's all for speech and debate. And then uh, business related, uh, I'm, I'm currently working on a new business concept called OnTrack. OnTrack is kind of like a study tool with parental controls. Um, basically, it prevents people from getting distracted on uh, when you're working on your computer. And right now we're building a Chrome extension that uses um, artificial intelligence for facial emotion detection. So basically it detects um, through your camera if you're happy for like an, a limited amount of time and then it, it will like block the site that you're currently on if you're supposed to be studying. And um, in that way it'll like reduce procrastination and stuff like that for students and workers. And um, currently we have a prototype prototype um, that's functional and we're adding more features to it. So that's going to be in my future plans and we're going to try to develop that into um, something that like Google will host in their store and um, on like Safari and other uh, other web browsers. And uh, yeah, so like the goal we our business team has for this program is to basically help kids develop study skills. Um, through the aid of the, the, the AI that we'll be developing. Uh, we'll try to scale the application in order to, you know, get other people to try it, see if it works well with uh, people to develop their study habits. Um, but yeah, we're pretty small. We're a pretty small team, but, um, and a lot of it is developed in-house, so we don't have to code other, um, uh, or like uh, develop or contract other developers. And as for immediate plans, there's, um, we are going to the global, uh, pitch contest in MIT, which is on May 4th. Um, and that's where we'll be using on track as part of our, uh, pitch. Got it. Yeah. That's what, uh, that was actually what I was about to ask. Um, a lot of, uh, kids in high school, you know, or even in college, they have their ideas to create a business and usually going to pitch competitions are the way to go find fundings, right? Or get investors um, interested in your pro project. Yeah. So is that going to be your steps? Like keep going to different um, pitch competitions and trying to find fundings or, uh, or are you going to bring it actually into the market and start maybe earn some profit out of it, you know, from different users. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so right now we're going to pitch competitions um, really as like a proof of con concept of like how, how, how available our product would be in the market. Um, we're, we also entered in the diamond challenge and the model entrepreneurship contest. So a, var a variety of contests um, now um, in order to earn a little bit of seed money, but, in, um, in order to like finance advertising and stuff, which is going to be our major, uh, our major costs considering that we're doing most of developing in-house. Um, and then after that, uh, we are planning on releasing on track to the, um, the Google extension store. Um, and, uh, from there we'll be 
um, promoting it more. Uh, yeah, we're, we are planning on releasing it to the market. All right, to wrap up, actually, Albert, um, do you have some final words to any of the students who are still in middle school, high school, and also in elementary school who are looking up, you know, to be better at their um, yeah, business skills and also to pursue entrepreneurship? Yeah, I would just say to uh, don't be afraid to uh, like try something out, um, especially if it's like speech or debate, because um, stuff like that can really help you in the future um, when it comes to critical thinking or like research skills in school or presentation skills. Um, so that's that's really helpful. And if you don't like it, well, like at least just like practice for a little while and to um, figure out what skills really are important for you um, as, as your life goes on. Thank you, Albert, for sharing your stories and experience on business and communication. Through your talk, we have really found that in order to find a passion or interest, we need to try new things, attend classes, camps, or go to different events. And being active can sometimes spark new interests. We also learned about solving problems around you if you see there's a need. If you really want to do something while still in school, it's important to seek out all kinds of resources to make it happen. Finally, we learned how speech and debate is all about practice and knowing some methods and systems you can improve and get better. So there's not really a shortcut. Practice makes perfect. Try not to let other opinions affect you when you are on stage. We are very happy to have you joining us today, and thanks for sharing with us all these wonderful things you are doing while still in high school. We wish you best of luck to all your endeavors and the rest of your high school journey. Yeah, Albert is definitely one of the most mature and experienced high school student I've ever seen. Uh, he has done so much um, in his high school life and also did so many projects with his peers related to technology and businesses. So I really hope that his story can inspire a lot more kids to start something and maybe just create their own product or or service. Just learn some digital course online and start building your own website or app. And just try it out. And building experience is quite important. Thanks, Albert. And thanks for everyone who is listening to Spark, where all kids are empowered to learn, create, and become. I'm the host, Lee. I'm the co-host, Yang. We will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Spark Creators Podcast at peachandplumlab.com.